Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's got the car. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello and a very good evening from Indianapolis, Indiana. It's, what is it, show what, 120, what? One, two, three. One, two, three, anybody can remember that. Yeah, and uh, okay, well, hello everybody, this is Chris, and uh, we're off and running on our Christmas edition of Sports Lounge Live. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, happy Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, I think Hanukkah is over, so I think we got through yeah. that. Okay. Kwanzaa starts on Saturday. Kwanzaa starts on Saturday, so we yeah, got it. Good. We got it all covered, and yeah. we got all the sports news for you. And um, hopefully, everybody staying safe and uh, heeding the warnings and doing what they need to do. Anyway, so uh, we're going to start, of course, with the NFL, as we always do. Another crazy week in the NFL. Uh, what's new about that? I was, I always thought it was funny that every reporter who ever reports on the NFL, like in the middle of the Sunday, says, "Boy, a lot of unexpected action in the NFL." It's been unexpected for like every. <laughs> year 35 years i don't know that's what right about. well anyway. this week more than in a lot of weeks so i mean well, i don't know I did several teams that are expected you do there was a lot of time so i'm, we, guess, we're gonna, I'm guessing we're gonna... though chris that uh, jets fans really didn't expect what they got and they probably no, in they, a lot of in a lot no, of ways they probably don't like what they got and no oh. they don't oh jaguars no. are happy Jaguars yeah, are happy for now, anyway. So anyway, so we, we've got that. We've got the NFL. We've got college uh, football and basketball. We're going to do the NBA. We're going to do uh, NHL. The NHL firmed up its uh, season opening plans. The NBA opens tonight. We'll talk a little about that. NHL and a uh, little boxing. And, uh, and then we baseball. have a poll. And baseball, yeah, baseball and boxing. And then we'll have a poll question that Sean will tell you about in a minute. And we've only got four deaths, so I'm happy about that. And, Thank and, God. Uh, <laughs> this is the season to be jolly and all that. So let's see. we got Bruce Seal, 67 years old and ABA and NBA forward. And it said, and I'm going to just uh, say this right now, it said that he was involved in the girls and boys clubs and uh, was at the Dorchester uh, club since 1990. Well, the only Dorchester I know about is our Dorchester here in Boston. So I assume yeah. he was here, but it didn't say. It just said Dorchester, which was very strange. Uh, Jimmy McLean, 90 years old, <clears throat> Olympic uh, swimmer and won a lot of gold medals. Pete Cassidy, Cal Northridge, uh, uh, basketball coach, and boy, we got a, a, a way big history from David USF that I will not give you about Cal Northridge. No. <laughs> way bigger than, than we needed for this guy, but uh, he, he that was his school that he spent some time in, so he took yeah. some time to talk about it. And the last one is uh, Kevin Green, linebacker, 58 years old only, and um, from uh, former with, former with the Rams, the Steelers, uh, Carolina, San Francisco. 49ers, yeah. Yep, we'll run that still down. No word on the, still word, no word on the uh, yeah, 40, yeah. uh, 58. Yeah, so anyway, so I guess right now we'll just go to Sean. He'll give us all the preliminary information, talk about the poll question, and then we'll get into the NFL. 
Okay, first of all, if you want to contact us at any time throughout the week and you don't want to call in, you can uh, send us an email, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net, 773-572-7715. Thank you when you get the greeting. That's my wrestling greeting, which on the next update, I will be talking about Kevin Green's wrestling career, some of that. Uh, I'll be doing that with, but... uh, so you can hear that part of it uh, when I do my net. But right now I got an update on just random stuff over there. Uh, anyway, also you can leave it 800-693-0595, option number two. If you want to come in right now and call in, well, not, well, you can come in right now, but we'll take your call throughout the hour and however change, however long we're here. But download the Zoom app or dial 646-876-9923. And do 287-723-4600, hit pound key twice. You'll be muted, star nine, raise your hand, alt-y on the computer. It used to be the more key on the, on the smartphone. We need to figure out what it is now. It could change because Zoom did something. But anyway, also, and this is something you might want to check because things are changing. And when we play a couple things, we'll explain why. Uh, 712 Four three two three six four two is the sports uh, board. Nine is the sports lounge board. Board thirteen is the schedule board. And things change even after we put schedules up. That's all I'm going to say. And that's pretty much been the standard for the last few months. But it's really going to get interesting, I think, in the next week or two. But all right, our poll question because I have a, something else in mind for next week. We're going to talk about your favorite Christmas slash New Year's sports. Memories, yes. Uh, you know, some of your favorite sports memories from the Christmas New Year there because had a lot of bowl games that went on, some NBA, some uh, end of season NFL, uh, some hockey stuff that went on, Winter Classics and others. But so be thinking about that, and when it's time, call in and we will address that. But anyway, we had, as the announcer said, we have a crazy week in the NFL for yeah. Week 15. So yeah. let's get to it. And okay. Well, firstly, 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 we do have a note, Chris, that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you got this one. Dwayne Haskins of the Washington football team, after the game on Sunday, apparently decided to go to a strip club and no mask and everything. So he's now publicly apologized for it. But there's a lot of people out there today saying, boy, how stupid can you be? And I'm yeah, especially as badly as he played, and it was right. an important game. And yeah. you know, you you do. I mean, I'm not saying he did it before the game, but he did it. You know, like, oh well, I'm really. You know, one of the things that bothers fans all the time is like they see people. You know, your team's about to be eliminated from the playoffs, or it's an important game. And guys are chuckling on the sidelines or doing whatever, and it's like you don't know what they're talking about or anything. It may have nothing to do with the game, but it always aggravates fans. There's got to be a lot of upset people down there. And square. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they are squarely in a playoff. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. This is they a- are. This isn't a guy that's got his starting job cemented. You know, it's no. no, no. And actually, I think Alex Smith uh, could be back soon. Could yeah, be, he know, might be. Yeah. 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 So another thing uh, mentioning the Washington football team is uh, Daniel Snyder is trying to buy out the other owners and get full control. That's what we need, Daniel Snyder, and full control <laughs> yeah. of anything. But yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what he's trying to do. And apparently there had been a lot of yeah. – I don't know whether they – Yeah, what they, happened – have they said that the report that those other people filed on him were false, or what are they? What well, are they trying to say here? Okay. Well, what happened? All right. The one owner whose name escapes me. He right, he's buying. He is buying out the three minority owners, but one of them he's is not getting as much as his value would because of court penalties. Because Snyder, uh, Snyder, it was suing him because apparently he tried to buy the team from Snyder, and he threatened to go public with. 
dirt on Snyder. I don't know if it's false or not, but he threatened to go if he did. He said, if you sell me the team, I won't yeah. go public. It's basically so blackmail it, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It was blackmail. <laughs> and so his, his part of his minority ownership is lessened because of all these court right. penalties, but Snyder's going to buy them all out. I mean, probably there was some truth to some of it, but, you know, well, the, the thing, fact the is, either is, way, he blackmailed it. The NFL yeah. being the club that it is, and I don't know how popular he is or any of that stuff with the other guys, but the thing is, I mean, he was on thin ice to even keep the team about six months ago with the yeah. name change issue and everything else, mm-hmm. and the, the, you know, having to change the broadcast team and the you know the culture of uh, harassment and everything else was going on. So I don't know how how this is. I mean, it, I know it's America. I know you can sell and buy whatever, but there there is an approval process. So I'm I'm wondering how that's going to work. I and this know. guy, and this guy, his name Michael Snar. Snar, okay. that was his name. And right. he, yeah, I think he knew that. So he's like, well, hey, I can move in. Daniel, this gets you out. And so he tried to use that. And, of course, Snyder is very much lawyered up already because he's trying to get one of those 44 names. And right. so. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Then the other thing uh, with uh, the media is uh, Al Michaels. And I guess there's kind of a controversy about him. And he wasn't apparently at the Giants game the other night. And I don't know. Do we know anything about what he's doing the rest of the uh, he's season? Suppo- he's supposed to be in Green Bay, but. Uh, the article I read, Chris, said that NBC would be spoken to by the NFL. Apparently, behind the scenes, he's been complaining week after week about the, uh, the, the uh, restrictions and no, and wearing masks and all right. this kind of stuff. But and Sean does make a good point. There's a lot of people that broadcast without the mask when they're yeah. on the air because yeah. they're usually in another booth or they right. the glass between the people or something. So that's, right. that's they just got to remember to put it back on right. when they walk out of the booth. And Because yeah. right. like I said, they don't want to sound muffled. You know, like Craig Way even talked about it. He said, I put it on. He goes, I just have to remember that I have it sitting beside me, and as soon as I walk out of my little area, I better put it on. And he goes, it's easy to forget. Doing their work areas, they don't necessarily have it on. They, they're supposed to. If somebody comes into your work area, which they're supposed to let you know they're coming, then you yeah. put it on. Yeah. But if you're in your work area, you know, for a few hours, and you're not going anywhere, you're supposed to. You and, can take. But it. most, and most people, most people, from what I have heard, even your colleagues and you, you're pretty much distanced anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he he's been he's been vocal. Now he has worn his mask. There's been times, but he has been vocal on the air about ah oh, these. It's a little ridiculous, and it's a little, but you know, yeah, a lot of us complain about it, but we still wear it. We yeah. all, none of us want it. We all complain about it because we all hate yeah. it. But unfortunately, he's another bad California example. I, I've got way too. No, many I'm not going to go with him as far as some of that. Other. I won't. Yeah, go I, don't, I don't know that I would go that far. Yeah. No, uh, we're not going to go that. A couple of other notes that I've got, just got to today. Uh, Marty Herney was fired as GM of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, David Tepper, the owner, says he wants somebody that's more into football analytics, and uh, him and Matt. Oh, good. Rule have analytics in football too, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, him, and him and Matt Rule agree on that. So uh, Marty okay. Herney is out, and Josh Rosen. I didn't know you could do this, but apparently you can claim people from other people's practice squad. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Josh Rosen has been claimed by the San Francisco 49ers, and he will be the backup this weekend when uh, C.J. Beathard starts uh, in the game against Arizona and because uh, Jimmy G's not ready to play, Mullen's gonna is going to need surgery. surgery. So yeah. Josh Rosen will be the backup this weekend. Okay. You know, yeah. that, that's, the thing, that's the thing, though, with the 49ers. I mean, they have 
outside of, of Garofalo, they have two decent backups, but I don't know that I would say either Mullins or Bathurst, would, I would say, is a starter at this point. No, 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 no. But I guess, uh, and, and I know there's another thing. We can talk about it when it gets closer, Sean, that whole um, Nickelodeon thing. That might be something we can do in a couple of weeks because that's coming up. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll be, we'll talk about that on uh, week, the playoff. Yeah, the week know? before that. Right. But anyway, well, we get, let, me get give a little, let me give a little bit. Let me go ahead and give you a little bit on it. That preview, we'll, I'll remind you. Basically, they're going to have two broadcasts. CBS will do the main broadcast, the regular, but on Nickelodeon, they're also going to run the game, and they're going to have, uh, Nickelodeon personalities doing the play-by-play and uh, down on the field. They're going to have uh, different animation and slime and stuff, basically trying to get kids to watch it and make it a family experience. And, you know, like I said before, you know Disney's going, why didn't we think of this? Because, you know, CBS and Viacom are one company again. So, But I'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, and what, what it is, it's a middle wild card game and wild card weekend, so it would be January. On Saturday. On the Saturday, yeah, it'll be Saturday the, night. The Saturday game, CBS has the middle game, and that's when they'll do that. That's right. right. Okay, so I think we can get uh, talk about the scores and uh, all that other stuff. Let's go, and I imagine Robert will be very happy with this one. No, Chargers, I will not. Chargers 30, Raiders 27 in overtime, and I was listening to that game. I, I happened to be listening on the on our local radio on Westwood One, and uh, so Ryan Radke and, and Kurt Warner were very critical of the Raiders, Gruden, and all of the play calling and, and just some of the bad decision-making, really, throughout that whole game. Well, I, I tell you what, and I listened to uh, Raiders, uh, Raiders podcast uh, Monday through Friday, and fans need to understand, you can complain about John Gruden all you want. The one that has to make a decision on John Gruden is Mark Davis. And guess what, people? He's not going to make any kind of decision because he's got seven years left on his contract yeah. and it's worth $70 million. He's not going anywhere. So you need to quit complaining about John Gruden. What needs to happen, though, like a caller pointed out today in the Raiders podcast I listened to, John Gruden needs to quit hiring all of his buddies and he needs to bring in football people that don't agree with him and, you know, get the situation because we have no defense. The Chargers were able to, the Chargers were able to do whatever the heck they wanted throughout the game because the Raiders, frankly, have no defense. And Mariota, and Mariota played after Carr was injured. Mariota played a decent game. Yes, he did. And if we had any kind of defense, we would have won that game, but we have no defense. And Mariota will play the remaining two games because I, it looks like they, Derek Carr is going to need surgery on that groin. I'm, you know, I'd be okay. very shocked if we see well, Derek Carr until you know next season. Any kind of yeah. growing surgery would be very painful. So I, I, yeah. I certainly don't envy him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris, I think no, you wanted to say something. What? No, what I was fine. I, I thought you wanted to say something. No, I was no, just no, going. I just figured we'd be basically done with that. And they, they, I was just right. going to say the Raiders are uh, like the Patriots were last week. They're pretend playoff contenders right now. Exactly. Well, and, and we'll get to them in a few minutes. But uh, Bills 48, Broncos 19. Um, it was close in the first half, but I think enough said on that game, 48-19. Well, it, it, Josh Allen, and it's funny, they were talking about it on the Bills broadcast. I didn't hear much of the game, but they were talking about it on the Bills broadcast, and they, you're, they're right. You really have to put and I totally underestimated him at the beginning of the season. I thought, silly me, that Cal, Cam Newton was the best quarterback in the division going in, so I picked the Patriots to win the division. Well, Josh Allen has really stepped up, and he and Patrick Mahomes and, and Aaron Rodgers right now are the front runners, and Josh Allen's doing everything right now. He ran two in, he threw two, he's just 
just uh, doing it pretty much every week. He had a couple of bad games, but uh, not that bad. So um, he's really got the build playing well. The problem, well, one problem, though, maybe is that at the end of that game with a big lead, they still had all their stars in, and Diggs got injured. Yeah, and I, and that's not good. I don't know how you know. I know that it's real serious, but he may miss this week, and I don't know after that. But, yeah, yeah, and and now because Buffalo won and they clinched the division, they're now the number two seed now in the AFC. So they are right for the moment. At least for the moment. Now, I, of course, didn't hear much of that game at all because uh, Pierre and I were texting back and forth about another game at the college level. But uh, (laughs) we we will go into the college level after a while. Packers, 24, Panthers, 16. Uh, That, I would think, the only way the Saints now can catch the Packers is they have to win two and the Packers would have to lose two, wouldn't they? Yes, because even if because even if they tie, the Packers have the tiebreaker. That's right. Correct. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's right. And you know, Rogers did okay. I didn't. Again, I didn't hear much of this game either. But it sounds like they kind of let up. It was twenty-one to three, and I guess they kind of relaxed, and it got to be yep. twenty-four to sixteen. But yep. you know, yeah. I guess there was no real danger. No. no. <laughs> Titans forty-six, Lions twenty-five. That game was not close from the get-go, and the Titans they did no. what they had to do. Oh, and Derrick Henry had another amazing week. He did, but Tannehill threw three touchdowns and ran two in. So that was yeah. his game. I mean, Henry did what he always does, and he had a yeah. great day. But I mean, that was uh, that was Tannehill's game this time. And, and Henry uh, just buried another defender with a straight arm. My God! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's great, and uh, you know they they're just uh, they and the Colts just won't lose. And they're uh, I guess they played the, both their games. So right now Tennessee's got the inside track for the division. Yep. Uh, but uh, they're both uh, very very, you know, close to clinching playoff box. Uh, sure, it should come down to this week because they both got games they could lose this week, but they both should win the last week. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would okay. think so. Now, in the next one here, uh, Bill, I'm sure, is happy about it. Sean, not so much. Colts, 27, yeah. Texans, 20. That game was, was a 27-20 game. The Texans were driving. They threw the ball into the end zone, and the guy fumbled the ball, and the Colts got it. Yeah, Didn't very this happen, almost like, a copy from the first game a right, couple weeks ago couple when the Colts ago. were ahead by six and Watson the snap got messed up and they fumbled inside the five yard line. Right, but yeah, no, the same thing that happened two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so, it was they played the same game. You're right. It was the same yeah. exact game. I, I was between that and a, a certain college basketball game that was going on at the same yeah. time. Uh, pretty big. Well, and you know the Texans actually believe it or not. Um, for this year, and I mean, he's been a good good player in the past, but they got a decent game out of David Johnson this week. Yep. Yeah, he would, I mean, he only ran for like 30 yards, but he had over 100 yards receiving. Yeah. He did. And of course, as yeah. we know, David Johnson, the former UNI Panther, we know that. There so. you go. <laughs> <laughs> and we always point those out, don't we, Chris? Yes. Yeah, that seems to happen, yes. Bucks 31, Falcons 27. The Falcons had another... Problem of when they played the first half. They they played the first half, but they didn't want to play the second half, apparently. No. 17 0, 24 7 Falcons lead, and uh, 31 27, uh, you know, the the Bucks win. And, uh, you know, it was like they should have, you know, you figure that they're supposed to win this game, but just the idea of coming back, it's funny. Sometimes you play lousy at the beginning, but the comeback is is worth it, you know, and you say, now we really feel better. They probably have a better attitude if they'd won a whole home game, probably have a better attitude going into the next week than they would have. Yeah. And and that's happened a lot to the Falcons this year though. I mean if you oh, yeah. 
At, I could think of at least what four or five games they've done that they get a big yes. lead and they blow it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they in Minnesota, and what happens is the Falcons get the lead and blow it, and Minnesota comes back and makes a game of it. They get behind all the time, and then they come back and make a game of it. So you know, the opposite. Yeah. Dolphins twenty-two, Patriots twelve. I heard a little bit of this game, and uh, <laughs> Scott Zolak has officially <laughs> dropped off the Cam Newton uh, oh, he, list. Yes. He, said, he said, "What was it? What was it last week?" Well, he, he said, said when, "If you're yeah, not going to make a change now, when will when will you ever? When will you?" And the thing is, when that fumble, it didn't come through, and the Patriots ended up getting a field goal on that drive. But when uh, Newton had the ball out there like a loaf of bread, and they picked it off and ran it in, and all that other stuff, and he says, "I, you know, you got to bring bring Stidham." in now this is you know this is ridiculous because he, well, he said same as buffalo you know that's what happened in buffalo i mean the guy just doesn't do his fundamentals and and you know it's really amazing and I, i'm sure that uh, nothing's going to happen to scott zolak but i have never heard a color man light into one player nor, like, nor have i nor have i and the rumor i heard coming out of this this is kind of interesting because of cam newton's performance or lack of it that Marcus Mariota kind of is familiar with that same offense with a little more talent, and if he keeps playing the way he does, that they may go try to get him in the offseason. The oft-injured Marcus Mariota, yes. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is the one down. Well, because because of the money he's owed, I don't know if the Patriots would uh, do that. So I'm so sure. We're hearing around here, we're hearing – all kinds of quarterbacks for them next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Possibilities of, yeah, of yeah. Stafford, Matt Ryan, yeah. uh, Wentz. You know <laughs> well, yeah. with, uh, with the Carson Wentz situation, that's way too much money. Phil, matter of fact, Philadelphia is $64 million over the projected $175 million cap next year. And Can they uh, do a thing? Can they do uh, like a baseball trade where the Patriots play pay a certain amount and, you know, take some no, burden on it? But no. The problem no. is, I guess, that if, if, if Philly traded Wentz – after June first, it wouldn't be that bad. They can they can take the cap hit in two years. You know, two different split it split it up into two years. Right. But before yeah. June before June first, they would get absolutely killed. And that that kind of if you have to wait yeah. till June first, it kind of you know if you're like talking the Patriots, then you really don't know what you're doing with the draft or any of the other right. quarterbacks. Yeah. Right. Right. Bill, did you want to get in? I was just going to say Jacoby Brissett. Just keep remembering well, that that's name. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, you know, I'm sure people have brought him up, too, because he didn't do badly when he uh, had his moment in the sun, you know, because Garoppolo got hurt. He came in, and he won his game against Houston that time. So, yeah, people yeah. have some good memories about him, too. But Rivers is an older guy, so the Colts have to think about whether they're going to keep him for next year or not. He's done well, but, you know, you just don't know whether how long he's going to be there. And so, if, uh, if they trade Brissett, who's going to take the fourth down, fourth and ones for well, right. <laughs> well, I'm sure Jamal's going to want to talk about this game later. And uh, the Bears, 33, Vikings, 27. That, I don't think it officially does, but I think that pretty much eliminates the Vikings. Yeah, they said there's still a yeah. slight chance that the Vikings yeah. have, but they had uh, billed it when, on NFL radio as an elimination game. And then they just said, well, no, 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 no. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's pretty uh, pretty out there for the Vikings to get in. The two down yeah. with two to go with, uh, against Arizona. So that's yeah. going to be tough. David Montgomery's gone crazy the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah that's really coming yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's finally healthy. I think is a good thing for him. Yeah. yeah. Seahawks twenty, Washington fifteen. Um, the Seahawks. You didn't really think they were in that much trouble in this game. I mean, the, the football no. team did. You didn't think they were ever going to overtake them in the game, but it was a close game, I guess. 
I yeah, don't know. I was, little, <laughs> I was a little scared. I mean, at, at the end of the game, they had the ball down around the Seattle 25, yeah. just needing a touchdown. And didn't they, did they do it again? Did they do the old two-point uh, thing? Uh, is that why they were behind by five? They got uh, or they missed extra points because I didn't hear uh, what happened um, with that. I think they, they missed they, extra points, actually. Yeah. Did they? I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah. 20, yeah, they, yeah, it was 23, 23, and they got the touchdown. They missed the extra point. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they didn't go for two. Because going then they went, they went for two when, on the second touch. Down. All right. Well, that's okay yeah. because they missed the yeah. other one. I, I get that because yeah. you want to go to get to 17. I understand yeah. that. But if, yeah. if they'd gone for the two, the first two-pointer, I wouldn't. Yeah, that would have yeah. yeah, okay. Ravens 40, Jaguars 14. And this is how, uh, with the Jets win that we talked, we'll talk about it in a few minutes. The Jaguars mm-hmm. now are in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. That's yep, right. They are. And uh, Jackson ran through three and ran one in. I mean, uh, Jackson's all all over these uh, crummy teams. He can do that, boy. But you know, get him in. The, yeah, we'll see again. He's going to have another playoff uh, berth to, to deal with here. But um, he's he may have a playoff berth. Well, he probably yeah. will. Yeah. Well, that's right because we don't know how the tiebreakers are going to go. But I mean, they're going to they're going to they're going to win their last two, I think. But but if Miami, Miami wins their last two. two, then Miami will get it. Well, Miami's in uh, in the yeah. inside track. So the point yeah. that I'm making though is he's the one guy with the real playoff uh Milton around his neck right now. So, you know, it goes from player to player, and there's different guys. But right now, it's uh, Jackson. He's you know, he hasn't won a playoff game yet. Yeah, and I think we're seeing in the in the past that if, if you can get up on that team, he's not a, he's not a throwing quarterback that can bring no. him back. Yeah, no. Uh, the key is if you get way ahead, if you get like ten points ahead of Baltimore, uh, they're kind of lost. You know, mm-hmm. well, he like they they just took the middle of the field away from him, and he just he couldn't make the throws to the outside. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, you saw the big C.J. Beathard arm at the end of this game yeah. 41 yeah, yeah, for the Cowboys 33 for the 49ers but you did get the bomb at the end of the game and and yeah. you know that's that's the thing between Mullins and, and Beathard as I said yeah. earlier there yeah. I think you have two pretty capable backups but I don't think and I would say either one of them are going to be some better happy somewhere it certainly you know? did that's what Kevin Harlan <laughs> said on CBS yeah, yeah. 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 he threw that about 60 65 yards and you know Trent Green said he even that he said he probably could have gotten another 10 yards if he'd have needed it. Yeah. Cardinals 33, Eagles 26. I think the Jalen Hurts experience, at least for the moment, is working. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. He certainly did better. It probably would have been 33-3 to if it had been Wentz. I mean, you know, Wentz has lost it. But no, well, it might, it might have been 33-20. to They may have scored a couple right at the end. <laughs> Maybe, but no, I think Hertz has uh, earned uh, an, another start here and, you know, the Eagles and they're, everybody's still within a, a game or so. Uh, they, they kind of are in a bit more trouble though, because they're four, nine and one. And so in the, yeah. the, the Washington six and eight, so it's a little tougher for them. They're on the very fringe of going out of this yeah. giants and Dallas one game out, but um, they, uh, there's no reason not to start Hertz. That's for sure. That's correct. Yeah. And, and you, they, now here, they you hear that Doug Peterson games. might be in trouble. Yeah. 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 They're playing um, who they uh, Dallas. They're playing Washington. Dallas and Washington. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's who they have left. Yeah. Yep. Well, here we go. Jets twenty three, Rams twenty, and frankly, the Rams. I mean, there's no other way to to put. They sleptwalk through this game. You kind of yes. wonder yeah. were they looking past the Jets? Yeah, yes, because they're they playing were. Seattle this week. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And <clears throat> but they had the inside track for the division. Now they don't. Now it still may come down to you know who wins that because I don't I don't remember who when the Rams and the Seahawks played before who won that game. The Rams won that. So if, if they won, won the rematch, they'll have the tiebreaker. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. So the it wasn't a super important game for the Rams, but uh, still you just don't uh, want to get in that position where it comes down to one game like that. And now the Jets uh, we know are in the number two pick, so they right. are not is- in the Trevor Lawrence pick. And if you believe the rumors that you hear, uh, Trevor Lawrence is kind of happy about that. He would rather go to Jacksonville than yeah. Not, than the well, Jets. not only that, Florida has no states, no state tax, tax, yeah, so state tax, uh, yeah. he'll get more well, money that way. Well, he he was worried more. He didn't want to go with the Jets, and now Justin Fields gets to worry about yeah. the Jets. You know, well, yeah, people, unless they, unless they pick someone else and they stay with Darnold, we don't know. Yeah. This makes me, yeah. you know, this yeah, this makes me mad when they say the Jets that are there now are not necessarily the Jets that are going to be there. You know, who's going to be you know coaching? The, for example, if you looked at the '92 Patriots, and said, I don't want to go to Bledsoe. I don't want to go to that team. You know, at this time of the year, well, it was Dick McPherson and this and that. Nothing against him, that guy. Next thing you know, it's it's Parcells. So you know, it's just uh, yeah, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. Let's just see what you're what you're looking at when we get to April. You know. Before yeah. you start spouting off like that. What's that? And the, the Jets, you know, if, if they do trade that second pick and get a bunch more, they've already got a bunch of picks from the Jamal Adams trade. Oh, my right. God, yes. They, yeah. they, so, I mean, they, they could be, they, you know, because I, I think with the right situation, I, I still think Donald can make it. Yeah, maybe. yeah, but I, I don't think he's going to make it in New York. I think he's going to have to go somewhere else. I if really he can make do. it there, he can yeah. make it anywhere, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they can ever get some coaching and general managing. Then they well, that's my point. You can bring in, you might have somebody who can really do the job, uh, you know, yeah. uh, two months from now that you don't, you know, like I said, with Parcells that time, you know, but so, you know, I've just seen that all way too often. These, these young guys who haven't been in the league yet and they talk about where they want to go and they don't want to go here and they don't want to go there. But remember, if you go to New York and you do well, you can be the toughest of the town because Daniel Jones, you know, has not, he's not doing what the other young quarterbacks are doing. You know, he's doing okay when he plays, but he's not doing what, you know, all these other guys are doing, you know, Kyler Murray and those guys. So he, there's a toast of the town position available to you in New York. If you uh, start to win a little bit down there. Yeah. Well, and well and what my, F- oh, FAM was talking about um, this week was that, you know, not only did they maybe lose Trevor Lawrence, but the idea of losing Trevor Lawrence could be a big, you know, make a big difference on what coach they can attract to take that job. Correct. I think that's true. That's true. Probably one a couple of the weeks better. ago, Bill Cowell was talking about, I mean, while Boomer was talking about Bill Cowell maybe being interested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, Chiefs 32, Saints 29. That was that ended up being a really good game, but um, Breeze did not look good early. He warmed up as he went along, but uh, the Chiefs did win the game, and, and that's what we said earlier. That may, that'll help the Packers in their quest to get that number one seed, and I think that it's big for them to get that number one seed because you go up to Green Bay in January, oh, yeah. could, the weather could be quite nasty up there. Yeah. yeah. What what happened with Edward Solaire? I know he was injured near the end of the game. Yeah, he, he uh, uh, an ankle and hip injury. And he'll be he'll be out for the, he'll rest be out for the, the regular week. season. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I know okay. that third quarter took a while. It took a while. Yeah, it certainly quarter. did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Browns 20, Giants 6. That was kind of a yawner, but the Browns, yeah, you know, you give the Browns credit. They They're doing what they have to do. They look real they good are. right now. But the Giants, yeah. they had three opportunities in the red zone. And Bob Papa talked about this all night. Three opportunities in the red zone. First of all, they went for the fake field goal, 
I wouldn't have done that. I would have taken the points and gotten ahead. I'm, I'm not one to do that. But then it was the worst possible throw to you know, like a triple covered guy. Well, so the problem was they they had the punter throwing a pass to the center. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. That wasn't <laughs> exactly the you know the way you drew it up. I don't think. Then you get down there fourth and one, and you go for that, and you, and you didn't make the play there, and then they did kick the one field. They're in the red zone three times and get three points. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that was the game right there. Yeah, it was not Joe Judge's best game. No. no. Well, in what might have been the second biggest egg laying of the week, <laughs> Bengals 27, Steelers 17. I don't believe there were too many people gave the Bengals much of a chance in this game. No, I am. matter of fact, Las, Las Vegas had uh, Pittsburgh a two-touchdown favorite, and, of course, yeah. Cincinnati won by 10. Uh, and I hate to say this about a Mike Tomlin team, but it, it literally looked like they were totally Totally unprepared to play. They're self-destructing. They're, I think I think Roethlisberger's hurt more than what yeah. a lot of people realize. I think that's going on. And yeah, I mean, because think about it. You could maybe see this when Joe Burrow before he got hurt, if they could have done this, but not now. I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Roethlisberger is a little more injured than what they. It just looked like the Bengals were. Yeah, it looked like the Bengals were mad last night. I don't know. I don't know if it had anything to do with. They showed you know during the game that I guess Juju Smith has this thing he does now in the last few games where on the road where he goes on the and dances on the opposing team's logo and, and they take a movie of it and they put it up on his, his yeah. account, one of his accounts. I don't know if that had anything to do with it or not, but, but I never seen it. Cincinnati was hitting like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, well, so that's Cincinnati and Pittsburgh for you, you know, yeah. with a big playoff fight a few years ago yeah. and everything else. So. Yeah. They also said it was the first, with that game and the Jets game, the first time in 30 years that two games in the same weekend where a team beat another team that, that had at least nine more wins than they did. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I tell you what, let's do. Chris, why why don't you take a deep breath and, and all this stuff? We'll let Bill play the commercials. Then we'll come back and we'll do the schedule and the standings. And, and, and then we'll see if anybody, if we have any callers. So here we go, right. Bill. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. 
You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. And we are back. So, Chris, how about those standings in the sketch? I just the thing that's just popped into my mind when you hear that ad about the guy in the restaurant with his brother. There's more than fifty percent people there, so I hope they don't get closed down because they hear that ad on. <laughs> <laughs> this was made before the, the virus. It's okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. So here we go. The NFL standings, and we'll try to run down the playoff possibilities or uh, where we stand here. And uh, you know, we got the ties, so maybe people know uh, who's in. Got the inside track. We heard one of them earlier. AFC Buffalo won the division. They're eleven and three. They won their first. First division since 1995, and uh, so there, there you go. Miami nine and five, Patriots six and eight, and the Jets, as we said, one and thirteen. AFC North, Pittsburgh eleven and three, Cleveland ten and four, so they've got a shot there. Baltimore nine and five, Cincinnati three ten and one, AFC South, Tennessee ten and four, Indianapolis ten and four, Houston four and ten, Jacksonville one and thirteen, AFC West, Kansas City thirteen and one. Uh, Las Vegas seven and seven, Denver five and nine, Chargers five and nine, NFC East, the uh, mighty Washington team at six and eight, Dallas five and nine, Giants five and nine, Philadelphia four nine and one, <clears throat> NFC North, Green Bay eleven and three, Chicago seven and seven, Minnesota six and eight, Detroit five and nine, NFC South, New Orleans ten and four, Tampa Bay nine and five. They got uh, you know, just a game out with two to go. We'll see. But not yeah, but they don't have the tiebreakers. They don't have the tiebreakers. Saints beat them no. twice. Atlanta yeah. four. And uh, four and ten, and Carolina four and ten. NFC West, as we said, Seattle's at ten and four, and the Rams are at nine and five. But they're going to play this week, so we'll see what happens with that. And uh, then Arizona at eight and six, and San Francisco five and nine. So in the AFC, Kansas City right now is the one seed. They have not wrapped it up yet, but you know, all they have to do, I think, is win one more game, and they will. Uh, yeah. Buffalo is the two seed right now because they beat Pittsburgh when they played. That's so right. They're, they're the two seed. Pittsburgh's at three. Tennessee's at four. Cleveland and Indianapolis are five or six. I don't know how that. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland beat Indy early. Yeah, yeah Cleveland okay. would be, yeah. Cleveland right. five, Indy, the Colts are six. Uh, and we said Miami is seven, Baltimore is right. eight, and the Raiders, uh, you know, are pretty much out of it in ninth yep. spot there. Yep. NFC, Green Bay is one, uh, New Orleans two, Seattle uh, right now at three, Washington four, the Rams are five. Uh, well, Rams and Tampa Bay are tied for five and six. Rams, Rams beat Tampa Bay earlier. That's right. Okay. They beat them, so they the Rams at five, Tampa Bay six, Arizona seven, and they'd be in. Chicago uh, is uh, just barely, you know, they're a game out, and Minnesota is two games out, but they say That's that right. there's a chance for them to, to still get in. So we'll see. Now we have the uh, schedule for this week, and it starts on Christmas Day. Yeah, when you get tired of uh, whatever on Christmas, you can do this. Christmas Day, Minnesota at New Orleans, 4.30 on Fox and NFL Network. That's replacing your Thursday night game. So there you go. Uh, and then on Saturday, we have three games. We have Tampa Bay at Detroit, 1 p.m. on NFL Network. San Francisco at Arizona, 4.30 p.m. on Amazon. Now, uh, has anybody, you know, got any creative ideas about watching this game? Or I know. Okay, no. If you have Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it. Yep. Of course, they are offering a free trial uh, for a 30-day yeah, free 30 trial day, yeah. for people. Yeah. And you can get on on your smart TV, your smartphone, and get Amazon Prime for a free deal. And this is the first game in the TV era 
that is not going to be on either regional or national over-the-air broadcast television or cable. Now, I think it'll be on in Phoenix and San Francisco on a local yeah, station, right. but yeah. on at least a regional base, this is the first game in the TV era that is not on. Right. But anyway. It is probably, and I would imagine, Chris, it's available if you have Sunday ticket. Yeah, I don't think so. Be, they, will all, they will all be on Westwood One. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, with it being Saturday, uh, Perry, I don't think. No, I, I think yeah. Sunday oh, tickets, wait, um, contract has to be on a, you know, between that, like okay. one, and, that window between one and eight on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's and right. then, and of course, and if you have Sirius XM or something else where you could get uh, the local. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I don't think the KNBR Arizona stream uh, for the, the folks that have the Victor stream, but, uh, you know, if you have uh, Miss A and you have the NFL uh, package, you know, the sports And, package, and you have uh, good announcers on both. both you, you do. Know. You do, yeah. yep. Okay, and then Miami at Las Vegas at 8.15 p.m. on NFL Network. Then on Sunday, and I think I got this right, I asked Miss A a lot of this because there were games that uh, there were to be determined again, but I'm, I'm basically going with the networks. I think they're on. If anybody knows any different, let me know. Okay. And, and uh, Okay, so we got Cleveland at the Jets, 1 p.m. on CBS. That's right. Atlanta at Kansas City, 1 p.m. on Fox. Indianapolis at Pittsburgh, 1 p.m. on CBS. Carolina at Washington, 1 p.m. on CBS. Chicago at Jacksonville, 1 p.m. on Fox. The Giants at Baltimore, 1 p.m. on Fox. And there, you know, a couple times this year, they've let the New York teams play at the same time, and uh, yeah. you know they're doing it again. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati at Houston, 1 p.m. on CBS. Denver at the Chargers, 4.05, and I'm saying that's CBS because they said 4.05, so Fox yeah, is I a double header. I believe that's CBS, yes. It is. Uh, Rams at Seattle, 4.25 p.m. on Fox. Philadelphia at Dallas, 4.25 p.m. on Fox. And Tennessee that at, game, interesting yeah. game on that Interesting thing on that one. If Dallas, if Jalen Hurts starts, Dallas, and da- they beat Dallas, Dallas will have lost to the last three Oklahoma Sooner starting quarterbacks in the same year. <laughs> Now, there's a Texas trivia question for you, folks. Yeah, Ari Simpson, pre and post game host of the Cowboys today on the Okay. Tennessee at Green Bay, 8 20 p.m. on NBC. Uh, and then the Monday night game is Buffalo at the Patriots, 8 15 p.m. on ESPN. And that's so. the last Monday night game of the year, by the way. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. So, any uh, other any football calls or anything? Or any, we, don't, call? we do not have any hands at this point. That, so. That's shocking. Uh, okay. Okay. So, uh, I guess we can start into college uh, football, and we got the uh, playoffs uh, set up now. And uh, so, why don't you guys talk about that? Yeah, we do. We do, and that'll be that'll be all in your bowl schedule. Yep, which that is coming up here. In the bowl schedule pretty soon, but we did have Al just to give you the finals of the uh, playoff, the games that set this up. Alabama beat Florida fifty-two forty-six. Clemson beat Notre Dame thirty-four to ten. Almost knocked the Irish out of the playoff with that loss. Uh, Ohio State over Northwestern twenty-two to ten. A and M beat and A and M was a contender. They beat Tennessee thirty-four thirteen. Oklahoma beat Iowa State in the Big Twelve twenty-seven twenty-one. And Cincinnati over twelve Tulsa twenty-seven twenty-four. So we have and Cincinnati. By the way, Cincinnati is not. They're not pleased that they were undefeated and left out. So maybe they'll do what yeah, UCF they did. They'll, not, claim, they'll claim the national title anyway. That's right. So yeah, well, and you know they'll like yeah you got Alabama and then of course the Rose Bowl. By the way, we want to mention was moved to AT and T Stadium because well you could you can't even you know they wouldn't they can't have any fans because of the restrictions in California and this doesn't just affect having fans, you think about what the restrictions, especially in the L.A. area, hotels, all that stuff, you know, getting all the university people out there, hotels and everything, it's more logistics. And Jerry World, AT&T Stadium, has had 
a lot of practice with how to socially distance the fans because they're planning on about 15,000 fans in their 100,000-seat stadium to have it there. But it will be Alabama-Notre Dame in that one, and then Clemson-Ohio State will be the they're the 2-3 in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, and they'll have some fans there, and, of course, on the 11th Monday night. But, yeah, your, your rankings, the way it came out, basically was uh, your top seven. They were Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, then Texas A&M was five, Oklahoma six. Cincinnati jumped, dropped all the way to seven, which behind Oklahoma, yeah, we all know that Cincinnati would probably uh, – lose to Oklahoma or A&M, maybe, but you never know. But, yeah, they were undefeated. And, I mean, they kind of got screwed the whole the whole time, the whole way. It's, and, it's really getting the debate going, though, now. And I think mm-hmm. some of the Power Five, you know, the group of five schools are kind of thinking this way. Is it about time just to do our own thing? Because you can go undefeated and, and you, you just can't shake it with the Power yeah. Five. And, you know, ESPN would be all over that with the TV deal for them. Maybe not as much as the Power Five. And here's the other thing. The the other big debate was, just no, did Notre Dame even deserve to be in there? Because, right. you know, the way, I mean, it, Clemson just blew them out. We all know yeah. which Trevor Lawrence, Clemson would have just, that, and, you know, like you had three teams playing for two spots, Ohio State, and if they lost, I think they would have been out. Notre Dame and Texas A&M. And Notre Dame really didn't show up. I mean, Alabama's going to kill Notre Dame. They'll probably yep. beat up on Texas A&M. But Texas A&M, see, Texas A&M's getting a little upset. Like, hey, we should be there. Them and Cincinnati both feel disrespected. And then Oklahoma's going, man, if we hadn't screwed up against Kansas State, we know we would have been in the mix. <laughs> right. Oh, really? And, and Clemson, what do you think of the Clemson-Ohio State game? What do you think's going with that? I think Clemson will take care of them pretty good. This, this what, the third time they played Clemson in the and Alabama play again. How many championship games? You guys would know this. I don't. That would, don't be, three, that would be three, wouldn't it? Three. This would be number three for three. them also. Yep. Okay, yeah. and they've each won one. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they've each won one. 17 and, and 18, was it, that they played? You know, early yeah. in the year of 17 yeah, and 18. Yeah, 17 and 18. Right? And right. Here's, here's, a, here's the thing. In even-numbered seasons going into the odd-numbered year the next year, yeah. Alabama has been a number one seed but not won the championship. Hmm. And we did. And we covered this last week. Eli Gold did return for this game, so he only missed one week. Okay. Uh, they had – Eli Gold, um, their analyst, and Chris Stewart was still in the booth, and he was doing more talking than usual. So I wonder if Eli Gold kind of, you know, it's, hey, I'll, I'll do it, but, you know, can you hang out and, and help me a little bit? And mm-hmm. and he did. Okay. So, But let's get to the bowl schedule because we do yeah, have let's it. Let's do that. And uh, before, as we – Bill's going to get that ready to play, but we'll, we'll, let's address a couple of things. Firstly, Army – is replacing Tennessee in the Liberty Bowl. You'll you'll it'll be, you'll hear Tennessee in the Liberty Bowl, but it's going to be Army because Tennessee has virus issues. And the Music City Bowl is kind of up in the air right now because Iowa and Missouri both have virus issues, and Missouri has yeah. players that have already opted out. So, and the reason mm-hmm. Army was available for it is Army's nine and two, but their bowl game, the Independence Bowl, got canceled. So they were looking for they were a nine and two team without a bowl game, and it just so happened that hey, with the Tennessee situation, they said hey, we'll all right, we'll take you. So Bill, let's go ahead and play the bowls, and we'll see where everybody's going. Here is your bowl schedule for this year. We begin on December twenty first, Myrtle Beach Bowl, Appalachian State in North Texas. Brook Stadium, Conway, South Carolina, 2.30 p.m., 2.30 p.m., ESPN. December 22nd, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Tulane in Nevada, Albertson Stadium in Boise, Idaho, 3.30 p.m., 
ESPN. Roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, UCF and BYU. FAU Stadium, Boca Raton, Florida, 7 p.m. ESPN. December 23rd, the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Louisiana Tech, Georgia Southern at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, 3 p.m. ESPN. The Montgomery Bowl, Memphis and Florida Atlantic. The Crampton Bowl at Montgomery, Alabama, 7 p.m. ESPN or ESPN2. December 24th, the New Mexico Bowl, Hawaii in Houston, Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas, 3.30 p.m. ESPN. December 25th, the Camellia Bowl, Marshall and Buffalo, Crampton Bowl, Montgomery, Alabama, 2.30 p.m. ESPN. December 26th, the uh, Gasparilla Bowl, South Carolina, UAB. Raymond James Stadium, Tampa, Florida, noon ABC. The Cure Bowl, Liberty and Coastal Carolina, Camping World Stadium, Orlando, Florida, noon ESPN. The Surpro First Responder Bowl, Louisiana, UTSA, Gerald J. Ford Stadium in Dallas, 3.30 p.m. ABC. The Lending Tree Bowl, Western Kentucky and Georgia State, Lab People Stadium, Mobile, Alabama, 3.30 p.m. ESPN. December 28th, the Military Bowl. It's in uh, Navy uh, Memorial Stadium in, in uh, Maryland, 2.30 p.m. ESPN. It doesn't tell you who's in that bowl. December 29th, Cheez-It Bowl, Oklahoma State, Miami, Camping World Stadium in Orlando, 5.30 p.m. ESPN. The Valero Alamo Bowl, Texas and Colorado. The Alamo Dome in San Antonio, 9 p.m. ESPN. December 30th, Duke's Mayo Bowl, Wake Forest in Wisconsin. Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina, noon ESPN. The Transperfect Music City Bowl, Iowa, Missouri. Nissan Stadium in Nashville, 4 p.m. ESPN. Goodyear Cotton Bowl, Oklahoma, Florida, AT&T Stadium, Arlington, Texas, 8 p.m. ESPN. December 31st, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, Tulsa, Mississippi State, Amon G. Carter Stadium in Fort Worth, Texas, noon ESPN. Arizona Bowl, Ball State, San Jose State, Arizona Stadium in Tucson, 2 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl. West Virginia, Tennessee, uh, Liberty Bowl Stadium in Memphis, 4 p.m. ESPN. The Macari, Texas Bowl, Arkansas, TCU, NRG Stadium in Houston, 8 p.m. ESPN. January 1st, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Cincinnati and Georgia, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, noon ESPN. The Citrus Bowl, Auburn and Northwestern, Camping World Stadium in Orlando, 1 p.m. ABC. Uh, January 2nd, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, NC State in Kentucky, in Jacksonville, Florida, noon ESPN, Outback Bowl, Ole Miss in Indiana, Raymond James, State, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, 12.30 p.m. ABC, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, Oregon and Iowa State, State Farm Stadium in Glendale, 4 p.m. ESPN, the Capital One Orange Bowl, Texas A&M in uh, North Carolina, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, 
8 p.m. on ESPN. And then, the, of course, the semifinals. Let me go back up here. They listed these. They listed these in a weird way. The Rose Bowl, number one, Alabama, number four, Notre Dame, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. That's on uh, January 1st at 4 p.m. on ESPN. The Sugar Bowl, which is the second semifinal, Clemson and Ohio State in the Superdome, January 1st, 8 p.m. ESPN. And then the national championship game uh, will be the winner of those two games at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, January 11th, 8 p.m. ESPN. And that is your bowl schedule for this year. And we do have a hand now, so Pierre, if you want to unmute, we can hear you. Man, I'm glad I'm glad they canceled a lot of bowls. You'd have been reading till nine o'clock. <laughs> but but uh, I th- Pierre, I uh, thought Ole Miss and LSU would still be playing today the way they were both scoring. Okay, can y'all hear me? Yes, yeah. we yeah. can hear you. Go ahead. Uh well um as you know I was all happy because Coach O got rid of Bo Pelini. Right. And, uh, and but that was quite a game, wasn't it, Perry? It was. Uh, that's just what I said. I thought they would still be playing today with the way both those teams were scoring. One hundred and one points. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. uh, it was. But, but but anyway, Coach O got rid of Bo Pelini and uh, and then about three or four of Bo's assistant coaches. But then we got the bad news today: Steve Insmanger, uh, the, the offensive coordinator, and Bill Johnson, the defensive line coach. They both re- retired, so he's going to be digging up a whole new entire coaching staff somewhere. Well, well and uh, well, you know, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And with that Saints game Sunday, the Saints should have won that game. I mean, uh, the uh, Kansas City guy fumbles the ball into the end zone. It's rolling around at at the Saints guy's feet. Like they said, all he had to do was bend over and pick it up, and it scored a touchdown and won. But instead, he decides to jump on it, and when he falls on it, it squirts out from under him and yep. and goes yep. out of the end zone. And well, you Pierre, you look pretty good early on because you said they shouldn't have started Breeze. And boy, in the first quarter, that looked pretty good, didn't it? Yeah, but in the first quarter, the first two times Breeze had the ball, he threw two interceptions. Correct. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, well, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff down. At least you guys are talking about relevant football down there. We, we're yeah. done here. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, I will. I will say this: the interesting bowl matchup that I see coming out of this. Two teams, as we mentioned, that are not very happy. Well, one that all they had to do is beat Florida, and they might have been in the mix in the conference championship. That Cincinnati Georgia Peach Bowl could be rather, rather interesting. That one, and then you know that one, and then of course Oklahoma Florida is like what if, and then. You know, I mean, Northwestern, yeah, that, they're, you know, that, they're like, we got, we got down here, all we had to do, I mean, Northwestern could have very easily won their game against yeah. Ohio State, quite a spoiler, but, I mean, Cincinnati, Georgia, who's angrier and who cares, who wants to show more of we should have been there and who cares less? Cause, mm-hmm. you know, that, well, and Ole Miss, I think Ole Miss, Indiana's got potential to be good. Ole Miss will score 50, but they may give up 50. <laughs> oh yeah, that that has a, that has a lot of potential. Oh, and yeah, and then of course you know the you got the I mean in New Mexico, other some of these bowls as you've heard have moved around. The New Mexico bowl moved to Frisco because the Frisco bowl got canceled. So mm-hmm. and and in New Mexico they couldn't in Albuquerque because of COVID stuff going on, and they were concerned and. Hawaii. Well, that normally would have been Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl, but that was canceled way earlier in the year, the Hawaii Bowl. Was. So we had a few more news and notes before we leave college football. Tom Rinaldi leaving ESPN for Fox. 
I guess he's uh, one of the uh, college game day guys, right? Yeah, and yeah. he does a lot of the really big stories that get you the tearjerker type stories. And he, 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 he's kind of a big, you know, he's got some sideline stuff. And uh, he's he also one pop. of their, he's also one of their main tennis guys too. So okay, yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's, he's going to go to Fox, uh, pretty big deal over there. So there were a couple of uh, hirings. Clark Lee uh, was hired by Vanderbilt, and Brett Bielma uh, by Illinois, and that was six yep. years for four point two million. Uh, and he had yeah. coached at Arkansas and Wisconsin before. And he left the New York Giants in the middle of the season because he was, he was on the Giants coaching staff. Okay. So. And then two um, related things. You guys already talked about Bo Pelini. But two related things, Sean, you might want to comment on the, the thing about um, the transfer changes this year and also the uh, players' yeah. sort of players' rights issues. Okay, like yeah, I'm, that kind of that kind of segues college football into basketball and all right. the sports. Right. All right. The transfer situation. Play, and this happened last, like last Wednesday, and so there was a Miami basketball player that was actually eligible. They found what happened: any player that transferred, they're automatically eligible for this year. So if you transferred last year, where normally you would have been setting out, you're eligible for this year. Just like if you transfer this year, you're going to be eligible for the 21 season or the you know the 21 slash 22 season in basketball. So this is for all college sports. Normally you have to sit out that one year. Remember they changed it a couple of years ago with the transfer portal where a coach can't stop you from going to another uh, school. Now, just for this year, if you transferred or for next year, they're gonna they're waiving it and they're doing it because they said, hey, it helps with COVID concerns and amount of players. So there was a player from Miami that came in. He found out two hours before that he was sitting out but he found out, and so they put him. He played 37 minutes. I mean, they lost. I can't remember who they played last Wednesday, but yeah, they lost. But he played 37 minutes, and he found out he was eligible two minute, two hours before tip off. And the other story, like I said, the Supreme Court, of course, is going to hear the NCA case about a uh, name, image, and likeness. Remember, California passed a law about uh, that their players can make money off it. Florida was working on it. Texas was working on it. Uh, there were three or four other states working on, on bills. And then the NCA was coming up with their own little plan for maybe we could allow it for name, image, and likeness. That means if, you know, they can bring the EA Sports video games back with your particular name in it instead of just saying football player so-and-so. And this goes back to the Ed O'Bannon lawsuit. So they're hearing, they're going to hear that and make see that there has to be a law. Now, the other thing, and like Congress doesn't have anything better to do, Congress is trying to get in and they want to have a rule about the players. Now, this is kind of, they've singled out football, men's and women's basketball, and college baseball because they're the four most profitable sports. And women's basketball and baseball, a lot of times it depends how profitable they are. And football, of course, here's how, let me use football as an example. All right, the NCAA gets nothing off of football, but the 10 conferences and the school in Division One get money. What they are saying is that after expenses and after everything, all profits will be divided up. 50% will be taken from the 10 conferences and the 130 Division One schools, so he's got to include the six independents. It will be taken from them. 50% will be divided up amongst every player in Division One. So it translates to that's college basketball. 357 Division One schools this year. 
uh, 50% would be divided amongst every player in Division One college basketball. And then, of course, women's college basketball. Now, they have less of a profit, and so does college baseball. Some teams are profit a little more than others. Now, they have a little more because their tournaments are on TV now. And plus, with conference networks, women's basketball and college baseball have a little more. But you think about it, 93% of what they make, the NCAA's profit, is off of men's college basketball and specifically March Madness. That's why they really want it going this year. So what they want to do, they want to divide that, but that goes to fund some of these other championships, and you can see a lot of these quote-unquote Olympic sports going away if this happens. Yes, should, in my opinion, a player should be compensated for something. I like the name, image, and likeness. I also like somehow uh, some of the stuff they're putting in there about health care and Players should have a scholarship. They can go back after their eligibility is up because some schools do it. Uh, Texas, North Carolina, Duke, Ohio State, there's about 40 or 50 schools that do, but a lot that do not. I like that part, but I'm going, you're going to really mess up some, especially some of these smaller schools that when they go to the NCAA basketball tournament, first round money, that funds them. Or when they play, let's say they go play a big time school, they play your Appalachian State, you go play Michigan, that check funds you, and they're going to take half that. So part of me is like, okay, yes, things need to change the whole student-athlete, but I'm going, Congress, well, don't y'all have like a we, did, about we, money, do, we do have a like, hand, by the way. When- so before, before that, just quickly, like that's a bill. You know, anybody can put a bill out that says anything. I mean, it, what it does, sometimes Congress does the things like this, or, or anybody with some influence will say, if you don't do so-and-so, we'll do this, or we'll do it for you. The NCAA may want to work it out a different way, and if it's something equitable, the problem, I don't know how, the, what the player representation is or how they're going to, you know, it's not like they have a union like you do in the other oh, sports. Oh, they're going to they're gonna be allowed to have agents also. That's part of okay. the bill. That's right. So, but that's the part of the bill. So the bill is, is a club against the NCAA. And again, yeah, you're right. Congress is very busy. It should be doing a lot of other stuff, but you know, we'll just see what, what it comes out, but that's a framework. And like I always say in negotiations about anything, it's money. Maybe it wouldn't be half, maybe 30%, you know, whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's a number. That's what it is. Okay, we get the just totally expand a bit. Anyway, let's go to Adam Keller. <laughs> Jerry, go ahead and unmute yourself. Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Wow, I just sounded like an angry New York sports talk guy, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Jerry. Hey, I'm here now. There, there you are. are. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to report the result of the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Oh, good. Right. Did the mash beat the bake uh, this year, Jerry? Because I had money on mash. <laughs> that was that was fried. Oh, I don't know okay. If they had mash on or not? But uh, no, no, man, no, no. We're talking about potatoes. We're talking about the mashed against the bake. Yeah, yeah. There you mashed go. Mashed potato, yeah. Jerry. Yeah. I'll take yeah. them. I like both. Okay. okay. <laughs> it was Nevada thirty-eight, Tulane twenty-seven. All okay. right. Okay. That All right. make you happy, I'm sure, but that's okay. Uh, well, Tulane, but... I don't know if he's a Green Wave fan or not, but, uh, you know, whatever. And I'll tell you what, the Steelers really scare me. I don't know what's going to happen. Man. It's gonna... I think yeah. Roethlisberger's hurt. Yep. Yeah. Okay, guys. And, happy, but happy. they have to decide if if Roethlisberger's hurt. Do they want to play? Uh, you know, one of the other guys. I mean, you know, they had they had a little. Some of them had some success last year. I forget what his name was. That Doug had the, Hodges. Uh, uh, Hodges, but then there was also uh, Rudolph. Mason Rudolph did yeah. a little bit too. So they weren't great, but they might be better than Roethlisberger. Right? It's like Stidham. It's Stidham better than Newton right now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like what the heck? You know, you got to check these things out at some point. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Hey, right. there we go. All right. and, okay, are and, we done with college football? College basketball. I got the answer. We were talking about this before the show because Boston College they had them playing two different teams. I actually found out 
what the whole situation today they have, and this is why you need to pay attention to schedules and th- they were Boston College today was originally scheduled to play California, and that game got canceled because California I think traveling and they had some COVID concerns, so they went ahead and canceled it. They had some contact tracing, and then Maine came in. Maine, they they pulled. They said, okay, we'll schedule a game with Maine, and then Maine did not have enough players because of of COVID. It's kind of like what happened at University of Houston in football yeah. in that one game where Rice canceled on them because of, and then they get in the parking lot to play Baylor, and they get it canceled what an hour before game time. Right, kind of, right, kind of the same. So, so that's the problem that's with the happened. devices is they never say yeah was was postponed or they never give you any. Yeah. like in baseball they'll say it looks like the game between the Cubs and the Phillies was postponed or something like that because they yeah so like it. so so certain. Things Things didn't even have, they still had it listed as California, but TV, XM had it listed playing California. TV had it straightened out on what Maine. should have been with Maine, but then it was yeah, canceled. But, but no Maine either, no California, so there and you so go. So that's happening a lot in college. You're seeing a lot of these pickup games. Rhode Island playing anybody. Oh, Rhode Island's everywhere. With, they go every place. It happened yep. with women's college basketball with Drake like, coming in and playing Texas because they had a. I think it was a Kansas State game that was postponed, and they didn't want to yeah. have a long layoff, so they called Drake, and Drake came down to play. So well, there have been some conference games already, but uh, I guess the big uh, – you'll probably start to see a lot more of them starting next week. Yeah. Uh, you and, know, and uh, so that then we'll we'll have a little more semblance of order because at least we'll know you know where teams are supposed to be and, and then within the conferences. Yeah. You know, if you don't get to play a game, they might figure out a way to play it a few weeks later because they're going to want to try to get the Big Ten is a, the Big Ten is actually having some Christmas college basketball on the twenty fifth. Well, they're back. Oh, oh really? But there's a couple yeah, of ACC games tonight. At least, uh, uh, yeah, one at least. Yeah. one or two. Yeah, yeah tonight. So. Yeah, there's so several. The there's several matchups. Like I said, you got an Oklahoma Texas Tech, which I mean, you've had some good. Early season matchups in conference last week, Texas Tech and Kansas down to the wire. Uh, I mean, then you had a non-conference with Iowa Gonzaga there and Sioux Falls, which, of course, you know, Gonzaga came out, you know, number one, number three, ended on Texas and Oklahoma State, a top 25 matchup. Uh, I mean, you got, what, six Big 12 teams ranked in the top 25 now. You had, uh, of course, you had the, the CBS Classic, which, I mean, some pretty decent games there, you know, I mean, Notre Dame for or Kentucky and Mm-hmm. Okay, but tonight the NBA is starting, and we do have a oh, couple yes, of, only only a couple games. And then tomorrow, I'm sure they'll have a full slate. And we ran down last week what the five Christmas games uh, were going to be, but we did have a couple of uh, news items. Uh, Jeremy Lin tried to get out of uh, China. He's playing in China, but the the Chinese would not let him out of his contract. He wants to sign with Golden State. He lives in the Bay Area, but he hasn't been able to do it yet. So that's what his goal is. Rudy Gobert, our friend from uh, uh, go, the he he's a poster boy for. 2020, especially in the NBA, he was the March first player 11th, to come yeah. down with the with the virus on March 11th. He was the first player to hit a shot in the bubble when they came back. And Rudy Gobert uh, fi- signed a five-year, 205 million dollar with uh, deal with the Utah Jazz. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, three years for 40 million with the Lakers and a player option for 22-23. Then in the NHL, we're going to be actually starting the NHL pretty soon. It's so going to be on the NHL real quick. We got some more on James Harden also. Couple okay, what's happening with him? Down today. James Harden and the Rockets are shopping him to even more teams. They're they're widening their scope because apparently they want him out. According to Tim McMahon, NBA writer for I think Sporting News or different places, I guess. James Harden has alienated enough people that it's like, hey, he it's his rules. He shows up whenever he wants. Mike D'Antoni would say, we can't start because then we're going to start over. And it was a bigger part of Russell Westbrook wanting out because Westbrook said, hey, we had whatever. But in Oklahoma City, we had rules that everybody was on time, not our rules and a James Harden rule. 
It's like he just so when Westbrook's saying a guy is a little diva and causing trouble, then you know something. Yeah. So it looks like they are really trying to get rid of Harden because even the Rocket announcers the other night were in preseason were kind of like. Oh, do we really need James Harden? And James Harden was in the game while he said that, while Bill Worrell and uh, Clyde Drexler said that. (laughs) Okay. So the NHL is going to open uh, with a (laughs) 56-game season on January 13th. All divisional games. So, uh, and now it's not going to, everybody, so if it's 56 games and you're in eight team divisions, which everybody but the Canadian division will be, uh, you'll play uh, eight games against the other seven teams, four home, four and away. Right. Uh, I know they're geographical. I can tell you the Bruins division, they'll be in with Buffalo, the Rangers, the Islanders, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, and Washington. So uh, the Canadian division will have seven teams in it. The other three will have eight. So they'll have to work out their, uh, you know, what how they'll juggle the schedule, probably a little more for Eastern play and a little more for Western play. Uh, and then apparently what they will do, we're still going to have 16 teams in the playoffs. So whether we're going to cross, do you, Robert, do you know if we're going to cross divisions or if we're going to just go one, four, two, uh, three? And, I, and honestly, I honestly don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Now, uh, you're telling me that it's all going to be divisions, so yes. East and West are not going to play each other this no, year. No, there's but. going to be, because there's only going to be, because for, you can't, because you've messed up Canada. You've got the seven in Canada that messed right. up the conferences. Okay. So you've got, we're going to have four division winners who I imagine, if necessary, will go to a bubble. So you'll have a final four of, uh, of the division winners, because you'll have four right. divisions. But okay. you'll, I'm thinking... That you may, you may depend. It may depend on the situation with the pandemic, whether you can cross divisions at a certain point. But I don't think you'll probably do that. I don't think Canada is going to let people in. So I no. think what you're going to that'll be the last thing that that uh, happens. So my guess is that one and four and two and three will play within their division, and you'll have the four division champions who may meet in a bubble in Canada. That's that's yeah, my, my something guess. like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, then, I, I'm still trying to figure out how all this is going to work, so I'm glad you you figured out part of that. Well, I heard some of it on BZ and the Bruins. They said the Bruins would only play division games, and then it, it that was it. So that makes sense. Okay. Fifty six, right. seven, seven other teams, and that's a good division. Uh, it's not going to be easy to, for for anybody. It's uh, no. There aren't too many bad teams in there. Maybe the Rangers and Devils, and other than that, it's going to be yeah. a pretty tough team. Right. Henrik Lundqvist, unfortunately, uh, he had gone to Washington. He was going to be the goalie for the uh, Capitals, but he's not going to be because he uh, has a heart condition and he's going to may be forced to uh, retire because he, of the heart condition. They found it in Sweden and yeah. he's staying there and taking treatment. So, And Braden Holpe, I guess, had gone to Vancouver? That's correct. That so I, I don't know what Washington's going to do for a goaltender. Yeah, so that um, could put them in, into trouble as far yeah. as uh, what we were just talking about. Yeah. So is there any other hockey that you know about or can we move on to baseball? Uh, no, let's go on to baseball. Tommy Lasorda is expected out uh, tomorrow out of the hospital. He's 93 years old. He was uh, he got out of the ICU on Thanksgiving. He's, of course, had heart trouble, and he's now the oldest, uh, you know, Hall of Famer in baseball, still living. Yes. And, uh, you know, so he uh, he's supposed to get out tomorrow. Hopefully he can be home for Christmas. Howie Kendrick is retiring. We just got that today. Formerly played for the Dodgers, the Phillies, the Angels, and Washington, and was a big part of their uh, World Series uh, victory for Washington in 2019. He played in 1,621 games in 2006. And uh, then the GM, the new GM of the Phillies under uh, Dave Dave Dabrowski Dabrowski. is going to be Sam Fold. So he'll be the GM. And uh, let's see, is that uh, all we had for baseball? Was there one more for baseball? There was one more. more, Hold on. There was one more note. uh, The Cubs have claimed off the waivers from the Mariners. Philip Irvin, who I would think is going to be like a fourth or fifth outfielder. 
Okay. Uh, that is correct, and that's that's what he's good for, Perry. Um, Noah Syndergaard avoided arbitration and signed with the Mets for nine $9.7 million. Uh, that's the only other note I had for baseball. Okay. So, you, Robert, you had a couple of boxing items, right? Uh, yeah. Um, both uh, Triple G and Canelo Alvarez won their respective fights this weekend on DAZN, and DAZN is still pushing for that third fight, which I don't want to see happen because uh, and I didn't watch either one of these fights because I don't subscribe to DAZN, but I talked to my boxing people that I used to work with, and from what they tell me, Canelo looked outstanding in his fight, but Triple G uh, looked all of 38 years old, and uh, if they were to match up now, I, the third fight would not be good, uh, and Canelo has indicated he's not interested in that. And of course, Canelo is a complete boxing free agent right now. He can go from any network. He can fight with any promotion company because he does not have a network deal, and he does not have a promotion deal. And with all the money he's getting paid from uh, uh, Golden Boy and DAZN, because he got out of those deals and they owe him the money. Uh, he can frankly do whatever he wants for the rest of his life. He doesn't have to fight if he doesn't want to. Uh, other boxers are envious because of the financial situation he's got himself in. Other boxers would like to get in that same boat, but you have to have a name and you, you've got to establish yourself. And of course, he had very good lawyers to work on his behalf. So he's basically uh, sitting pretty in the boxing game right now. He can pretty much do whatever wants. Okay. All right. So I think we're ready for the poll question. All right. And you can start calling in to answer this poll question, 646-876-9923, or download the Zoom app and then do 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. And the poll question is, while you're calling in, what are your favorite holiday sports memories. Yeah, what are your fa- some of your favorite holiday Christmas and New Year's the whole week? Because you got a lot of holiday basketball tournaments, NBA, you know, all, all the stuff that goes on, bowl games, NFL, into what are some of your favorite holiday sports memories? Let's go ahead and start off with you, Chris. Okay, well, I guess um, my favorite uh, memories are, I, I think, uh, one would be the 1971 game we talked about with Miami and uh, Kansas City, Miami. And I had been sick as a dog that day. I was down visiting a, a former girlfriend in Pennsylvania and her family. And I got sick the night before and I was, you know, just lying around. I started to feel better as the day went on. And the game was on. It was cool because they, they hooked into the Dolphins uh, broadcast. This is WTAU and they used to do that in Philadelphia and so back in the 70s. They, they would pick these things up because they weren't all nationally broadcast yet. So uh, I had the Dolphins broadcast on, which was, was cool. And, and they played uh, that great overtime game, went into the sixth quarter. John, Denarude, uh, uh, I think, missed a field goal that uh, set it up for, for Miami to either make the overtime or they missed a, a game winner. And Miami ended up winning that uh, game, went on to uh, beat, uh, I think, the Colts the next week and went to the Super Bowl to lose to Dallas. That was their first Don Shula Miami Super Bowl in the 71-72 season. So there was that. Uh, in Christmas Eve of 77, Robert will remember, I'm sure it's one of his memories, when again, a six-quarter game. Got into the sixth quarter where the Raiders beat the Colts in Baltimore. I was listening to Chuck Thompson on Armed Forces that day. And uh, the Raiders were able to beat the Colts and, uh, you know, went on to, uh, let's see, I think did they go to the Super Bowl that year, too? I think, uh, no, they lost to no, Denver. No, they did not. Yep, no, uh, they lost. They lost to Denver. They lost yep. to Denver in the championship yep. game. So those um, are the two NFL yeah. uh, memories that I have. Yeah. And then uh, for uh, football, and we move on to New Year's. Finally, I always wanted D.C. to be in a major bowl, and they finally were in 1985, the end of Doug Flutie's career, where they beat uh, Houston. Kind of a wild game. It wasn't that close. They were always in control. They got a couple touchdown lead, and they were never threatened. One of those 
those 46-32 kind of games, but you knew that Houston was never going to catch them, and, and that was great that they managed to do that. That was the follow-up to that game when they beat Miami a few weeks earlier uh, in Miami. And then uh, another one, Christmas Eve of 94, when the Patriots, who hadn't been in the playoffs in seven years, and this is Belich- I mean, uh, Parcell's second year, uh, they had to beat the Bears, and the Bears were not that great a team, but they had to go to Chicago and win the game and, on Christmas Eve, and they made the playoff. Now they lost to the Browns the next week on New Year's Day, and that's not one of my highlight memories. Uh, and, of course, that's when Belichick beat Parcells. One time they met in the playoff, Belichick beat Parcells. But the Patriots made the playoffs. When your team hasn't been in the playoffs a long time, it's kind of cool when you actually make it. So that was a nice Christmas. So those are some of my memories for Christmas and New Year's. Perry? Uh, come back. I'm trying. I'm doing something technically here. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Robert, why don't you go ahead? Well, um, uh, Chris, you took two of mine. I remember the the Miami Kansas City game, and I also remember the Raiders Colts game, and that was the famous uh, play that uh, uh, they called "Ghost to the Post," where Ken Stabler hit uh, Dave Casper for the winning touchdown in that game. Yep. And and of course, as I said, they went on to Denver and lost in a very controversial fashion to the Broncos. And, of course, the Broncos went on to lose to the Cowboys in Super Bowl twelve. Um, and uh, uh, let's see. Uh, those are two off the top of my head. And I'm trying to think, is there any others? Because Christmas, uh, uh, we have a lot of NBA, but I don't I don't remember any outstanding. Yeah, they were regular season games. I mean, I remember when the Suggs blew to the Knicks in 85. They had a huge yeah. lead. They yeah. blew the game. And uh, that wasn't a happy memory, but I no. do remember hearing it. That, was, yeah, that was when I was, I was, that yeah. was a yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> go ahead, Sean. I think that's about all I've got. Go ahead and do oh, yours. We'll go to Perry, we're ready for you yet, Perry? We are. Um, probably my biggest one would be, I believe it was about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. Iowa played in the, uh, it would have been the Citrus Bowl at the time, and they threw like a 79-yard touchdown um, right at the on the last play of the game. And, it, boy, that was fun. It, you know, you, you hear the announcers get up, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. So yeah. that would be number one. And I think the other one, the only other ones I would have, well, obviously back in the in the day, the Bulls played a lot of NBA on Christmas. They don't anymore, yeah. but they used to. Yep. Yep, yep, they did. They did indeed. Oh. Okay, Bill? Right. Well, let's Bill? see. That 71 game you mentioned, Chris, has yeah. to stand out in my memory. I remember that quite so well. And, you know, we've seen NBA basketball over the years, but nothing outstanding there. You know what? Being from Indiana, probably over the between Christmas and New Year's, the holiday tournaments in high school basketball, especially when there was no class basketball in Indiana and teams could it was just wild back then. And your small town I grew up in. You know, was like twenty and zero, and had a real outstanding team, and playing in these tournaments and all of these things. So I'm seeing those are probably my most outstanding, with the few college bowls that Indiana's been in over the years. That you know, I remember, and that's far and few between. So, but see, unlike unlike you, Bill, here in high school basketball, over the we they take a Christmas break tonight. Will be the last basketball games until like January fifth. Oh no! High the uh, holiday tournaments. Holiday they don't do tournaments that here are big. They, yeah. That's a that's here, a big thing. Here they thing. do. Oh, sorry, no. So okay, go ahead, Sean. 
Yeah, here what they have to do in normal years is Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and three other days. But this year they have waived that because we have upper division class playoffs, so you actually have Christmas Eve high school football going on and the day after. But you, know, you have those for kind of for some quarter, some air, you know, the round of sixteen. But all right, as far as me. For some of my stuff, I would think of the blue gray game on Christmas Day because all yeah. the other All Star games were after the other bowl games. But the blue gray game was always early Christmas afternoon, right before an NBA game that came on CBS. Which, like I said, back then it was a lot of times it was the Celtics or the Lakers. I remember that Nick Celtics. Of course, yeah. I remember in the 2000s and all that the Spurs playing a lot of Christmas games. And of course, most of mine are college football. Different different games. Like I said, I remember. Uh, I think of. New Year's Day, nineteen or January second, nineteen eighty four. That whole scenario where Miami got the championship because Nebraska and Texas were both one and two. They both lost Miami. It started the run of the U. Howard Schnellenberger, and then of course he ends up leaving and led to Jimmy Johnson coming in. Also think of nineteen eighty seven when they moved the Fiesta Bowl to because you had you, they were able to get Penn State in Miami. Moved it to January second. They were building it the game, the big game because yeah, Friday night, yeah, yeah, yeah. They moved to that Friday night, and of course, you know, I think of a couple. I think of New Year's Day '05, the Rose Bowl, Texas and Michigan. There, you know, kind of uh, that kind of led to the next year, the game of the the probably what a lot of us say is the greatest game of all time with 2006 Rose Bowl with Texas USC. You know, so I think of those, and I always think of back in the day, you had a couple of of Christmas tournaments for Hawaii. You had the one from uh, the the Maui Classic for you know, Thanksgiving, but then you also had the Aloha Classic or the Rainbow Classic, I think it was called, that was over Christmas. Uh, you st- well, you, still, do, you still do, except this year. Yeah, except this year. But, I mean, back in the day, it was just, I mean, the Christmas tournaments, you had a lot more Christmas tournaments because, you, you know, then you had, you, know, you had a lot of good, like I said, in college and, you know, here you have high school. It's not big like Indiana, but I mean, just just all the different bowl memories just that went on. All the, I mean, certain coaches coaching in their last game. Mac Brown doing his last game at Texas. I mean, just you know, certain guys. Hey, either through I'm going to let him coach, and then they're fire being fired or their retirement. Just just all those kind of add up. So, mm-hmm. do you have any okay. callers? We have one, and that would be Jerry. So, Jerry, go ahead and unmute okay, yourself. Oh, man, I have a lot of memories, I'll tell you. Uh-huh. I'm going to take you guys way back to, um, I remember a lot of the East-West Shrine games between yep. Christmas and New Year's yep. when they were playing in San Francisco. And I remember the slogan, what was it? Strong legs run so the weak legs may walk. That's right. I remember that. And uh, <clears throat> I remember, I believe, Chris, you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it was a 1965 Orange Bowl I think it was the first night uh, Orange Bowl, and we were introduced to Joe Namath. Yep. As a matter of fact, I think he signed his contract on the field, if I remember, or something. Sonny Warblin signed him to the contract right there. Because, remember, NBC had the AFL. So this was the thing that was really making it legitimate that uh, they were going to have, you know, a good quarterback in New York and so forth. And so they had had him and they had John Hewitt. They got them both that year. Uh, John Hewitt Uh out of Notre Dame, and they both were Uh there. So, uh, you know, but Namath, of course, uh, had a much better pro career than John Hewitt. But uh, they were both there. And also, Jerry, you got your uh, memory from December 26th. 1960, I'm sure you want to mention. 
Oh, yes. How could we forget that? My father was mad as heck because he couldn't get a reservation somewhere to, to watch that game, the Eagles and Green Bay. It was the NFL yeah. championship game, yep. Yeah, he told, he told me, don't tell me what the score is. I'll stay up and watch it on Channel 3 at 1130 at night because NBC, you know, they weren't allowed yep. to televise it. That's right. And he was trying to get a hotel, he was trying to get a reservation in a hotel. So did you guys listen to it on the radio, though, or not? You did. You uh, listened to it on the radio, I right? I did it. I did it. With, with Bill Campbell. It's uh, yeah. He uh, and, and you had and you had two broadcasts. You had the NBC broadcast on uh, WRCV, right? And, yep. And and then you had the CAU with the with Bill Campbell. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then in '71, uh, with that Miami Kansas City game, that was neat as heck. That CAU did the Miami feed. Yes. And that was the first year. I ever had a radio cassette recorder combination, and I I forget how many cassettes it was. I recorded the whole game. Okay, and that, don't you don't you wish you still had that, Jerry, to listen back to? Yeah, I wish I still. Well, no, the recorder, Judy could tell you it was the worst recorder I ever had. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, but my those things was, weren't the best. But you know, that's the kind of game. So it's too bad this summer. That when the uh, NFL was playing all those games, when we, you know, we we were waiting for football to come back and all of those Sunday games, they played a lot of good stuff. But they didn't have, uh, I don't think they had that Raider game we talked about, and they didn't have that Dolphins game. I don't. Think no, they, they did not games. have either one of those. And I would, yeah. I would have loved to have heard Bill King's call of that. Yep. You know. Yep. And of course, who could forget the Ice Bowl, New Year's Eve, '67. That's right. Yep. Yeah, the Ice Bowl, Dallas, and and uh, the Green Bay. Yep. So yep. that was the two ends of the Green Bay dynasty, Jerry. You got the Philly. I mean, the Eagles beating Green Bay when it started, and of course, they did win the Super Bowl over the Raiders a couple weeks later. But their last NFL championship got that Ice Bowl in uh, Green Bay on New Year's Eve day, 1967. That's right. Yep. Well, that's okay. it for that. So, Chris, uh, why don't you wrap it up? We got some. Uh, we only have four deaths tonight, so it's not bad. Uh, and we mentioned them earlier, but Bruce Seal, 67 years old, a forward for the uh, Utah Stars, 73 through 75 in the ABA, Seattle Supersonic, 75 through 78, then the Italian League in 79 through 84 in his pro career, ABA and NBA. And the stats are always combined on those, as we've seen the last couple of weeks. 3,107 points, 146. 1,463 rebounds and uh, 208 blocks. It's funny. You usually don't see blocks in there. You usually see steals or assists, but we got blocked today. And he worked with uh, the Boys and Girls Club uh, from uh, uh, since 1990. He was at the Boys and Girls Club in Dorchester here in Boston, and uh, no cause of death was given uh, for him. Uh, and I don't know whether he was originally from this area or not, but that we didn't get any of his college info, so we don't know about that. Jimmy McLean, 90 years old, uh, gold medal in 48 uh, for the Summer Olympics in swimming, the 4 by 200 uh, freestyle. And, the, and it was interesting. David ran down the records of that. That was at 8, eight minutes and 46 seconds. Now it's 6 minutes and 48 seconds, 58 seconds to do the same thing. You know, this is nutrition. This is strength training. This is all the things they do. And, uh, you know, it's not that, you know, it's and, uh, just the size of people, whatever. That's how much these track records and, and endurance things have changed, you know, over the years. Uh, in 2008, he was the uh, – oh, wait a second. In uh, Oh, he made the uh, – uh, okay. Oh, in, in uh, he won the 1500 meters again freestyle. In uh, I got the silver and the 400 meter also in in uh, 48. In 52 in Helsinki he won the gold uh, four by 200 meter and he was the anchor on the team that time at 831.1. And then uh, three golds in the 55 Pan Am games and then he retired 
And, and after that, he was a swimming, uh, he uh, entered the Swimming Hall of Fame in 1970. Third one is Pete Cassidy, 86 years old, played at the uh, uh, Santa Fe, I think it was called, uh, it was the same college, it was uh, University of California, Northridge, but it had a different name and I didn't write it down properly. Yeah. And he was there until 60 then. Uh, he was at, at Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks. Uh, coached for them in Southern California, and then back to Northridge as assistant, 66 through 71, head 71 through 96. They were Division Two, and then they went to Division One in 90, and his overall record at Northridge was 334, 337. He had uh, three Division Two appearances, and, uh, and he was in the Northridge Hall of Fame, and uh, he died of dementia. And the last death, and it's nice to have fewer deaths, it's kind of our our holiday bonus here this year. Uh, we have Kevin Green, and this is the more prominent one. Kevin Green, 58 years old. He played for the Rams, L.A. Rams, from 85 through 92. Pittsburgh from 93 through 95. Carolina, 96. San Francisco, 97. Back to Carolina, 98 and 99. 228 games he played in. He had only uh, f- uh, f- only four other linebackers played in more games at this uh, since 1970, since the uh, merger, and that uh, he had five interceptions and one touchdown on an interception. 23 uh, caused 23 fumbles, had 26 fumble recoveries, and two of those went for touchdowns. He had 60, 160 sacks in the third all-time among the linebackers behind uh, Bruce Smith and Reggie White, and he made five Pro Bowls. And then he was the linebacker coach in Green Bay, or the outside linebacker coach, to be specific, in yeah. Green Bay from, uh, uh, oh, let's see, 09 to 13, and then the Jets in 17 and 18. And then uh, he won. He was uh, on the staff of the Packers who won Super Bowl 45. And then uh, the, the Pro Hall of Fame in 2016. And he wrestled for uh, briefly for the WCW, yeah, and no cause of death was given. And you can talk yeah. about that, Sean. Yeah, well, he wrestled for about three three summers. He did the first at the end of Pittsburgh when he was in Carolina and with San Francisco. He came in and they had a little storyline because Steve McMichael had gone into pro wrestling, so they had a little football feud. And then that ended when he went back to Carolina. They said, "We don't want you getting hurt in something, even though it is scripted." Yes, they do legitimately get hurt. They do, you know, we're worried about if, if we're going to bring you in for us. They had to tell him not to wrestle, but he had a potential, like I said earlier, but. You know, to go there, but if he had done it, full, but you know, he had decided, hey, you know, I'm, this was fun. Now I'm playing football. He retired. He got into other things, and WCW had been sold to Vince McMahon and WWE, and he didn't want to work for them, so he just said that's how he ended up going into coaching. But yeah, that's pretty much what he pretty much okay. did. I mean, usually yeah. from about May to July, he'd show up on TV, TNT and TBS and have these little feuds with McMichael. Right. Okay. That's cool. All right, so that's it for uh, my stuff for this week. That is that is it. So we, we do, as we wrap up, we do want to wish everybody, whatever you celebrate, whether it's Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is, we, we want to wish you happy holidays. We will be here next week, so don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, and uh, one other baseball note that we forgot about that needs to be mentioned, Major League Baseball acknowledged the Negro Leagues. Oh, and yeah. yes. And they're going to add all the stats from the Negro Leagues to the Major League record books so you may yeah. see some hit totals change and you may see some home run totals change for players and things like that so 
Yes, and I assume players that played both in MLB and the Negro Leagues will have hits added to their uh, totals. That is correct. Could change records. Somebody like Cool Papa Bell hit a lot of home runs and stuff and steal. Uh, He's going to be moving up there. And that's a topic we maybe in the hot stove league after football settles down, we can discuss because it's kind of a, there were certainly a certain number of great superstars in those leagues. But what was the quality of the competition they faced compared right. to the quality of competition right. Right. other people and, they're, and, and we're they're, hoping, by the way, with baseball, we're hoping that things pick up after the first of the year. But somebody was saying today it could be February before baseball picks up. Well, and again, I also, if they I don't also, even know whether they're going to start till May, uh, exactly. you know, people don't really know what they're doing yet. And they, yeah. and they don't know the rules. They don't know whether there's a DH or anything like that. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, folks, I guess, like Terry said, have a – Good holiday season. Uh, if you want to download the podcast or if you want to share this with a – you know what? Sports Miles Live is a great Christmas gift to share with friends. Actually, anything from the worldwide legend. Just the worldwide you legend. You don't even have general. to wear a mask while you listen to it. <laughs> you so can share it with a friend. Just, of course, you know, download the podcast, legendoldies.com. Type in Sports Labs Live in your podcatcher. Get a hold of your friend's device and type it in their podcatcher. Have it delivered yeah. as soon as it's... Yeah, have that's it, right. Hire their or, device. That's always a good, uh, good plan yeah, for play, restoring play friendship. Play it around the family gathering. Uh, tell your smart device to play uh, Sports Labs Live from Apple Podcasts. Uh, or go to 773-572. If anybody asks you, yeah, on, on Christmas Day, if you're sort of sitting around doing nothing, somebody says, hey, what's been going on in sports lately? You say, I'm glad you asked me that question. And play them <laughs> yeah, an to, hour and a half. Yeah, here. go to 773-572-3006, option number nine, and check it all out there. But we hope everybody has a good And by the way, before, we, before we leave, Bill, what is going to be on on Thursday for all things radio? Everybody likes that, so what, what are we oh, going yeah. to hear? Actually, we are combining with... A couple of internet stations, and we're going to provide Christmas programming. It's a live Christmas show from 6 to 8. Oh, but, okay. okay. Uh, that's right. one of the things we're going to do. And then we'll have a show next weekend. But pay attention to the legend on the weekend. Okay. I will just say. The will be here tomorrow still, right? Always good. It's I always good say, to pay attention to the changes, legend no matter what's going on. Changes yep. coming. So. And, coffee okay. club tomorrow, and Coffee Club will be on tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yep. So we'll be okay. on next All Tuesday right. night, and uh, enjoy your holidays. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry. Co-